Welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope everyone's having an absolutely fantastic day today. I hope you guys enjoyed the Hagman Show on Friday. We went into detail on a lot of stuff. It was a pretty intense show. Good as always. And so, again, I just continue to encourage everybody continue to just remember what's going on and look at everything as a whole and don't just focus on a lot of these singular events they're trying to do consistently to distract you from what's really happening behind the scenes. I know a lot of people saw the video of Trump now basically saying that he's, you know, feeling better, which is fantastic. If he really did get COVID and he is feeling better, that's great. However, I still believe there's something else strange going on behind the scenes with this, especially with the timing. But it is what it is, and I know that there's a lot of people out there that have been trying to gun for him as far as on everything that's been happening. I did hear about them using some type of experimental drug. Whether that's true or not, I do not know. But one thing I do know is I saw this over the weekend, and it made me laugh only from an ironic standpoint, is the NFAC, the Not Effing Around Coalition, horrific name, absolutely horrible name, the group, they're basically like the new Black Panthers first. They want to be like the Black Panthers, and they run around and open carry everywhere, which is perfectly fine. That's their right to do so if the state legally allows them to do it. Don't have a bit of problem with that. However... They really, really need to address firearm safety because in Lafayette, they had another negligent discharge at one of their rallies. And ironically enough, the individual who had the negligent discharge, who is now being charged uh, essentially with reckless discharge of a firearm at a parade or demonstration, is also a felon and is being charged as a felon in possession of a firearm. And of course, the group now has disavowed him and said, oh, he wasn't part of our group. We don't know where he came from. He must have just showed up and dressed like us and worn our shirt and been marching with us and we had no idea what was going on. And again, this is what happens when you have people that want to act like Rambo and walk around with zero firearm training and large groups of other people with firearms. It's very, very dangerous. If you remember in Virginia at the beginning of this year with the giant rally anywhere between forty to 50,000 and plus people that showed up at the Capitol in Virginia for the Second Amendment rally. You had people of all origin. You had black, white, Hispanic, everywhere. There was not a single incident. There was not a single negligent discharge. And here you had a group of a few hundred militia members, I guess, from this group. And again, if you remember back in July, they had another one where somebody else had another negligent discharge, and actually two people got shot from ricochet. So I really wish this group, if they want to try to be taken seriously for the safety of everyone around them and the public, please have some firearm training before you go out in public and try to openly display firearms and prove your point because quite frankly they're making themselves look like blithering fools and they're endangering the public and everybody else around them that's just my stance on that dad but other than that how are you doing this morning oh absolutely wonderful Austin. had a wonderful weekend uh this is the day the lord hath made i will rejoice and i will be glad at it regardless of the ridiculous partisan propaganda that we're getting through the media right now regardless of all of this crazy stuff and let me address this negligent discharge. You know, there's a good movie you guys need to watch. It language is kind of rough. It was Sean Connery about 20 years ago with Nicolas Cage, and it's called The Rock. 
and it's about a group of people that take hostages who were tourists on the island of Alcatraz, and they are basically blackmailing the government to make sure that the military veterans get better benefits. That's to sum it all up. And they've got nerve gas there, and it's basically VX nerve gas, and they're going to basically drop it on San Francisco and kill a bunch of people. Now, that's how this goes in. Now, the government sends in a group of basically SEALs in order to try to take this island back, and they come up through the basement, and they're in the shower room, and they have the guys that are a higher point around them on the top, which have them basically covered, and the guys are down low, you know, not really covered, and they basically say, you know, drop your weapons, you know, we're about to kill you guys. And they go, we cannot do that, General. You know, we cannot allow this to happen. You can't do this. You've taken an oath to the country. Now, you've all seen the movie, so I'm just giving you a little heads up on how it happened for those of you who have not seen the movie. And all of a sudden, these guys are sitting there with their fingers on the trigger, both sides. And somebody drops some bricks. And all of a sudden, somebody has an accidental discharge, and the whole thing turns into a hot firefight. And all the guys at the bottom in the shower room are killed, all of them. And the general screaming, cease fire, cease fire, cease fire. Hence, the problem of accidental discharges in this group that has the horrible name. If they're walking down the street and they're carrying hundreds, if not thousands, of weapons on them and they're chambered and hot, how do we know that that was an accidental discharge? How do we know that the guy was so stupid he squeezes the trigger, which it could have been, but how do we know he wasn't trying to precipitate a real incident in which you've got a whole bunch of people watching this parade that are also armed? It could be the white boys. It could be another pro-American group. We don't know what it is. And all of a sudden, it's like, we're being fired at. And suddenly, here we go. We have the shot that's hurt around the world. And all of a sudden, these black boys kill a bunch of white boys. These white boys kill a bunch of black boys. And here we go. We have a precipitating incident, false flag, whatever it could be, that could create another civil war in the United States. This is the problem with any of this mess when you see these people walking. Now, I agree with Austin. If the state says you can walk down the highway or down the street in parade in full military gear with fully loaded weapons, with full magazines in the weapons, and you're able to do that, okay got that. But if you're at one of these parades and they're doing this, or you're in one of these areas that this is allowed, be very, very, very careful not to allow somebody in that parade, or even someone from the crowd. It could be one of the white boys, could fire one of these black guys in the middle of this parade and say, oops, I had an accidental discharge. This is the level of tension that we're now operating at in the United States. We have armed militia and armed, armed Antifa walking down the streets, trying not to kill each other, and trying not to start a civil war. This is not good, guys. None of this is good. Now, I understand if they have a state, I'm going to say it again, the state allows this, and for them to march like this, fully armed, I have no problem with it. But be very, very careful. This is one of these things that I've talked to you guys about so many times. Sometimes there's a certain places and certain people and certain things you don't need to do. Sometimes there's certain places and certain places that you don't need to go. You know, Lynn Breidenbach, she died several years ago. She was a friend of mine. She was a spokesperson for the Sheriff's Department here under Grady Judd. And I remember Lynn told me one time, she goes, Ted, the reason that people get shot is that there are places they shouldn't be, hanging out with people they shouldn't be with, doing things they shouldn't do. 
involved in certain things. Now, I'm not saying that we can't counter protests. I'm not saying any of that. I'm just saying be careful if you go to these places because you don't want to create the shot that's heard around the world and the United States goes into a giant meltdown. Because how do we know that we don't have paid mercenaries on both sides, those who are watching this and in the middle of this, and they're told to start a full-blown firefight? How do we know that's not possible? I mean, look at 9-11. Look at 9-11. Look at Waco. Look at Ruby Ridge. Look at all of these false flags. Look at Vegas, for heaven's sakes, that giant false flag. All of these things can be precipitated and caused by our governmental agencies, including our FBI, including our CIA, which is infiltrated the FBI. And all of these different groups can be involved in creating that precipitating time when this whole thing breaks loose. And suddenly we have the white boys fighting the black boys all over the United States, except here in Polk County, where we live, <laughs> with Grady Judd, because it won't happen here. I can pretty much guarantee you that. People were saying when the Travon Martin mess was happening because of Obama years ago with Zimmerman, what are you doing in Florida? You're less than an hour away from all of this stuff. And I said, we live in Polk County. We all have guns. This isn't happening here. It's not going to happen. Nobody's stupid enough to start a doggone civil war in Polk County because they're going to get shot. It's going to happen very, very quickly. So this is the problem that we have. Now, let me address this thing with Trump. Did Trump have COVID? I have absolutely no idea. I was told several hours before he was moved to Walter Reed Hospital by one of my White House insiders that Trump was going to be moved to Walter Reed. And then I was also told by several other people that I know that basically do alternative talk shows that there have been multiple, basically, verifiable you know, people who are saying that Trump is being threatened with assassination. And they're moving him around to prevent that. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. If it is true, it's Rothschild-induced. Just thought I'd mention that. They're the same. Remember, John Wilkes Booth was an agent of the Rothschild banking cartel who killed Lincoln. So all of these things are part of the political theater. Remember what William Casey said, and I've quoted him so many times. We'll know our disinformation program is complete when everything the American public believes is false. Or in other words, We'll know that all of our lying is basically complete in the United States when everybody believes the lie. Remember, the Bible says that light has come into the world, but the world has preferred the darkness. For some reason, human beings like to believe the lies. They don't want to believe the truth. They've got, the, they've got blinders on, and they can't see the truth. You know, we now have people coming out and saying, because Trump has disavowed Q, that the, 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 that the, that the, the, the people in the Democratic Party are coming out now and saying that basically they're going to basically make being against <laughs> I'm just going to read it to you. In a 371 to 18 vote, our elected Congress now has appeared to be moving towards making pedophobia a hate crime. In other words, if you don't like people who like to screw little children, it's going to be a hate crime. You know, remember I told you guys years ago, you know, people say, well, you're bigoted towards guys that want to seduce and rape little children. You're bigoted against pedophiles, so you're a bigot, right? And my response was simply this. Yes, if you want to say that I don't like pedophiles because they like to rape little children and because I'm diametrically opposed to their value system, that makes me bigoted towards pedophiles, I stand convicted. I admit that. I'm not going to even pretend like I don't dislike that. So, again... They're going to make it a hate crime now if you feel that way. Now, how can that be possible? They're saying, this quote, they stated that President Trump has not 
condemn the QAnon conspiracy, which revolves around the baseless theory that Trump and his allies are working to expose the cabal of Democrats and media figures and celebrities who are running an international child trafficking ring. Well, they really are running the international child trafficking ring, but nobody's trying to expose them. Just thought I'd mention that. They went on to say that, quote, the First Amendment is a powerful weapon, and turning that weapon on those who use fantasies as a menacing grift is the responsibility of reasonable citizens, legislatures, and executives. Quote, the same Congress who has paid out $15 million in taxpayer money to silence their own victims of sexual harassment want to weaponize the First Amendment to silence anyone who suggested Democrats, media figures, and celebrities are involved in child trafficking. End quote. Well, I'm going to say this. It's not just the Democrats. It's the Republicans, too. This is partisan politics. Now they're playing with us again. Quote, they say the same is a baseless, but if that is the obviously lie, it's not just the Democrats. That's true. In 1980, foster children from Nebraska were being auctioned off at elite parties on the East Coast and sent as prostitutes to powerful politicians, including at the White House. True statement. A, a federal grand jury got involved to rule that the explosive testimony of the victimized foster children was a hoax. That all these kids were telling the truth, but they were said they were hoax. The Vatican has been exposed for years for covering up a hidden pedophile culture within the Catholic Church. Hillary's, Hillary's <laughs> the witch of Benghazi's State Department cover for a pedophile ambassador. Oprah Winfrey promoted a man who was enslaving women, impregnating them, and selling their babies internationally. Hollywood, Nickelodeon, and Disney have all been exposed for rehiring convicted pedophiles to work with children, and the mainstream media tells you this is all a fantasy. After WikiLeaks released the Podesta emails, masses of people began investigating child sex trafficking, and nothing has been done ever since. Following the inauguration of President Trump, he vowed to fight the epidemic of human trafficking, and he signed executive orders to do so, and over 1,500 pedophiles involved in sex trafficking were arrested, all within the first few months of the president, and the mainstream media ignored it. In June 2017, Ivanka Trump said that the ending of human trafficking is our moral and strategic interest and is a moral priority of the United States. Big arrests have continued all over the globe, reported by local media only. Thousands of arrests and thousands of children rescued. Nexium cult leaders have been charged with, charged with child, porn, and sex trafficking, and their leader was an outspoken advocate of pedophilia. They ran multiple daycare centers. So all of this stuff, including the Lolita Express with Bill Clinton and Epstein and the Mossad being involved, all of this stuff is still happening and still going on. Bill Gates, who was also associated with the Jeffrey Epstein, employed a former Microsoft engineer to work on his private estate, who was arrested on the Gates' property in 2014 for possessing over 6,000 image, images of child rape and assault, including the rape of boys and girls as young as 8 years of age. The guy only did 90 days in jail. So all of this stuff is happening all around us. Remember the Bible says, and who shall ever offend one of these little ones that believe in me? It is better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck and he were cast into the sea. Let me make a comment here. You know, when Jesus told us this, you know, when you have these young babies that are born and these young babies that are aborted, when they become a human being, when they become basically fertilized in their mother's womb, there's a spark of energy that is released. And it actually is a visible, visible spark that you can see what basically the power of God comes into them and creates life. Now, Lucifer and the bunch, or whatever you want to call them, Baal, Moloch, Asher, pick a name, Einsoft, whatever you want to call them, they can't create life. Only God can do that. He does it in the womb. 
as soon as that spark attaches to that child, that child becomes a living entity. That child at that point is being protected by God. Remember that. Being created by God. God's energy field. He's part of, you see, this is why they're protected. That's why children, until they reach the age of accountability, when they're young in the womb, they go to be with God if they die, if something happens to them. Because they don't have to deal with making a selection of whether they want to follow good or evil because they're not capable of that because they're in a state of brainwave state. God understands that. That's why Jesus warned them. If you mess with these kids, be better if millstone got tied on you. You got thrown into the deepest part of the sea because you're messing with God himself because you're about to have a problem. See, this is one of the reasons that they really, really practice all of this pedophilia and kill all of these infants because it's doing everything they possibly can to hurt God and to get the energy from these abortions and from these sacrifices because they really hate God. They really hate you too, by the way. And they're really jealous that you were created in God's image and they really want to be you, but they just don't understand how to you know, accept Christ because many of these things and entities or whatever they are, it's not capable for them to do that because they're completely and totally turned against God and they're reprobate. And that happens with people too. You see people that no matter what you say to them, no matter how you try to witness to them, they're reprobate because sin has come into their life. Their heart has become callous and hardened. And no matter what you say, unless it's a true relationship with God through the Holy Spirit and they're truly convicted or something happens in their life to change them, they won't change. They simply can't change. They go to their deathbed and then they go to their deathbed screaming because they're terrified as what's going to happen to them. We've got a neighbor who's really, really sick and that person's about to die. And that this neighbor's been like from the pit of H-E double sticks the entire time we've lived here, and suddenly the neighbor's trying to be nice. Well, yeah, because it's about time to figure out what's fixing to happen on the other side. See, some people never do that. They never figure out to be nice. They just continue to do what they're doing and continue to be weirdos until they check out. And like Ruth Bader Ginsburg, you know, that's why I played that song for her in tribute, Ding Dong, the Witch is Dead, because I know where she is. God is very clear about that. She has the blood on her hands of 30 million children, plus all of her gay stuff, all the weird stuff that woman was involved in. But just, she's a sicko. I'm so glad she's gone. And then we have a pastor. I'm gonna just, I've got to stop this for just one second. I've got to go this. I'm not going to mention any names. We have a pastor who several months ago said, I have a dream about what's going to happen in October, November, December of 2020. And all of a sudden, all of the search engines point pointed to him, and he got ended up getting tens of millions. Made the guy pretty famous. He ended up getting tens of millions of views. Some probably even more than that with the sub views he's had, probably closer to thirty million. And I've told you guys over and over and over again, when that happens and somebody gets this giant internet search engine focus on them and they're not censored and they're not stopped and everybody's pushing that agenda and all the churches start playing these videos and people start promoting them on, on talk shows. This guy's this prophet. He has this vision. Well, this guy the other day, and I sent this out. And I mentioned all the names on Sharon's Instagram account. So if you'd like to be on that account, you get some inside information, which I'm not going to do on the show. But it's S.T. Brower, B-R-O-E-R, S.T. Brower, Sharon's Instagram account. And so we got – and so also when you're on the Instagram account, I got to give you updates on Trump and everything else over the weekend, and plus I covered this topic. And a lot of people didn't know who he was, and I'm not going to mention his name to give him any credibility whatsoever on the show today. But here's the thing. He was on his show the other day. Now he's got this big internet broadcast because he gets all these followers, and he basically was wearing a massage shirt with a Star of David on it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, he got on a 
unbelievable criticism. People were saying, well, he's trying to tell you who's really doing all this. He's really trying to tell you who's involved with this all. Or I said he could be supporting the Mossad and supporting Israel. He could be a Zionist. And sure enough, he came out on his own video. On his own video, and I posted it on Sharon's Instagram account. You can find it. Basically saying who he was and what he believed in. And this he gave a response as to he, why he's wearing a Mossad t-shirt. And then he starts talking about how wonderful Israel is and how wonderful the Mossad is and how he prays for them all the time and how wonderful Benjamin Yetanyahu is. Now, let me share something with you guys real quick. Now, either this guy is just being brainwashed because he basically has read the Schofield Reference Bible his entire life, and that's what he was trained at if he went to seminary. Okay, I got that because a lot of pastors are like that. Or suddenly he's being promoted by the same group via the search engines to promote Mossad, promote Israel, which he did on this video that he did. And you have to ask yourself a question. Who is he really? What does he really believe? And why does he have tens of millions of views overnight? Why, do, why was he an overnight success? And I mentioned this to you before. You know, I've been doing this for 40 years. I've been doing radio and TV for close to 35 years. I've been doing this a long, long time. You know, I've sold books. I'm an international best-selling author. I'm a published author. I mean, it's not hard to find me. Just Google in or duck, duck, go, go in Ted Brower, and it's, you're deluged with it. Same thing with Austin. I mean, he's been doing this for a long time, too. And see, here's the thing. Who are these people that come in as overnight successes, and suddenly we see them promoting Mossad and Benjamin Netanyahu? Well, let me tell you something, guys. Jeffrey Epstein was Mossad. Ghislaine Maxwell is Mossad. Her father was Mossad, and they were involved in child sex trafficking and the raping of children. So why in the world would a pastor suddenly be promoting Mossad and praying for Mossad and promoting career Satanist criminal Benjamin Netanyahu? Well, then again, it may be because he doesn't know any better. I'm not going to judge him. I haven't talked to him. In fact, if I had a phone number, I'd call him up and ask him, but I don't have a number. If you guys have a phone number, text it to me or whatever, email it to me. I'll give the guy a shout, find out, and I'll talk to him about it. But I'm not going to mention his name because I'm not going to give him any further credibility. Did he really have a dream? I don't know. Is this dream going to come true? I don't know. But I've, and I've told you before, October and November started off pretty much with the President of the United States being taken to a hospital to have COVID. Now, you know, Trump's numbers were falling in the poll, and the COVID PSYOP was basically losing traction because we now know that zinc and potassium iodide and vitamin C and D3 handle it relatively well, but it was losing traction. And people all over, including the governor of the state of Florida, was basically saying, we're not going to do this anymore. And the other day, Grady Judd, my friend, was being interviewed. And I said this, I posted it on the line. I posted it on the Health Masters website. And they asked him, why are you not wearing a mask? At a news conference. And he looked at him, he goes, I'm not going to answer that question. He goes, now, do you have any more questions that you want to ask me that I'm not going to answer? Whoa. That's what he said, quote, unquote. Sort of. I guess I could have paraphrased if you missed a few words of that. But you, you watch it online. You can watch it on our, on our website. This is the psychop that William Casey talked about, that everybody's going to believe the lie. Is COVID real? Yes. I've never said it wasn't. Was it really real when it came over here? Yes. But it's mutated. I believe they wanted to do a whole lot more than it did. That's why we're getting all these fake statistics and these fake things, these fake narratives. Truth is, you take the right supplements, have the right lifestyle, probably things probably not going to be an issue unless you're over the age of 70 with really bad health. And here we have Donald Trump, who's basically clinically obese, 
eats McDonald's all day, drinks 15 diet sodas a day, and now he's recovered from COVID. But he says he is taking zinc, and he is taking D3. So, guys, don't believe this stuff in the media. Donald Trump's numbers were plunging in the poll after that absolutely horrible debate. And they've got to keep this psychop alive. You know, Joe Biden had a rally the other day, and tens, tens, not tens of thousands, tens, tens showed up for the rally. I mean, you know, he's, he's got no chance to win. It's like Hillary had no chance to win in a fair election. But again, October, November, that's where these Kabbalists and their gematria and all of their weird stuff they believe and their astronomy and astrology and all the other things under the side of Mars and Scorpio, this one, they believe they're going to have their greatest power for disruption. Just stay tuned, keep your seatbelts on, and always question the narrative coming from the mainstream press. Austin, what do you think, bud? That's well said. And, you know, I, I saw some of the video stuff with that pastor, and I saw the one with the massage shirt. And my question was, where do you get a shirt like that? Do you either have to buy a shirt like that or somebody gives you a shirt like that? I don't remember last time being at Bass Pro or being, you know, at Sports Authority or any store like that and walking in and seeing a massage shirt. I don't, I've never seen that. I've never even seen a shirt like that before, I'll be honest with you. I've been in, in apparel before when I was younger. I've never seen that. So the fact that he would choose that shirt, wear that shirt after he bought or was given that shirt, and then turn around and put out verbal support for that agency is grossly troubling to me, as there was, if you guys remember, the high school shooting down there in Parkland a couple years ago. We, I live I mean, a couple hours down the road from that. We researched it for months. We tried to talk to people. A lot of people were very skeptical of that whole incident. And Sheriff Israel, who refused to let the SWAT team or paramedics go in the school during the shooting, refused, told them to stand down. You have an active SWAT team standing outside of a school in full kit, ready to go, and you have shooter or shooters inside of a school actively shooting and you tell them to stand down. They're not allowed to breach and go have a direct engagement. I mean, the, the policy there, obviously something was going on. And then we started to hear reports, talk to numerous people, that there were much more than just one shooter. And there were numerous people inside that school, including the account from the teacher who got a one shot on the news and never even got interviewed ever again, who stuck her head out the door and she said she saw a police officer in full body armor, head to toe with a mask on, carrying a rifle she could not recognize and she had never seen before and it was not an AR-15. Now, of course, that whole story, that whole interview completely disappeared and what's ironic, is the vast majority of Israeli defense or Mossad use the Tavor, which is a bullpup 5.56. It shoots 5.56 ammo, same as the AR-15, but it looks like a very strange weapon if you've ever seen one before. And so there was a lot of reports and a lot of chatter from independent media that were getting reports saying that that was a Mossad hit team that went in, went out, and made sure they were able to exfil before the team, the SWAT team, and the paramedics came inside. That's why there's a very strange video that Nobody's ever been able to tell me what it was about from a helicopter footage of two to three law enforcement officers running out of the back of the hospital.
off the school during the shooting, like right when the middle of it was going on, and they're running out of the back of the school carrying very, very heavy gear bags. Looked like they had body armor in them. Looked like they had equipment and weapons in them. One, two officers were actually having to hold each side of one bag. They threw it in the back of a pickup truck, and they took off. Now, if anybody knows about SWAT tactics and sheriff's departments, they don't carry their gear into a hot zone. They are already in full kit before they get out of the truck. They are geared up on the way or at the station before they deploy. They're not going to run into a school with bags of gear and get geared up in the school. They just don't do that. So whatever that situation happens, you can look at more into it. But I've told you before, nothing about that entire incident made sense. And then the one video, the one video out of the entire school, the entire school, the entire surrounding area, not one single surveillance video footage showed the kid that they pinned this on anywhere in the school, around the school whatsoever, at any point in time, except there's footage of this kid walking in front of a Shabbat center that's like a mile down the road, and he's walking on the sidewalk by himself to a McDonald's, and all of a sudden they go, we have it, we have the footage, we have the evidence, he was the shooter. And it's funny, because when it first happened, I was like the only person, I was like, okay, you have video footage of a kid walking in front of a Israeli center, and there's a video camera recording him on the sidewalk, no weapons, no gear, no nothing, but now you have the smoking gun now. And everyone goes, well, we have him now. We have him. We have the footage. We know what he did. And I'm like, okay. But again, no evidence, no video evidence, no evidence of him being in the school that I've ever seen. It's always funny how that happens. Same thing that happened at Sandy Hook. All the cameras happened to be mysteriously turned off. Not a single video footage of that kid with Ausberger syndrome basically going into the school with weapons and shooting anybody. Not a video of him breaching the door. Not of him going anywhere. Not one. Not a single video. It's funny. Because at least, at least, it's horrific as Columbine was, you had the video footage of those kids in there going nuts. And it was horrible. I don't recommend anybody watch that, but if you've seen it, you've seen it. But they actually had footage of these kids walking around with Tech 9 shooting at everybody. This whole thing that we've been accustomed to now with these false flag shootings, basically, believe what we tell you, don't ask a question, don't question anything, just believe what we say. Sandy Hook, the Parkland shooting, the shooting in basically Las Vegas, all of which... I was not there. I'll clarify that right now. But I have yet to meet anybody that was actually there and witnessed something going on from a specific area. Every single person in Vegas that I talked to, I went to Vegas weeks after the shooting. It was like three weeks after that shooting. I went there for the SEMA auto show. And all of a sudden, I go there, and so it's still hot. They, I mean, they still, the whole venue that the shooting occurred at, it was like, you know, a quarter of a mile away from the hotel. They had law enforcement posted there, full off-duty detail, or not off-duty, basically, you know, contracted duty, you know, 24 hours a day, parked there, could not go over there, which, you know, it was a crime scene, whatever. But I started talking, I started talking to Uber drivers, I started talking to everybody, I said, what the world happened with that? They said, man, to be honest with you, nobody really knows. They said, allegedly, this guy went nuts up there in the store. I said, you've been in a lot of those hotels, right? They said, yeah. I said, you ever seen how hard it is to break out, you know, 30-story plexiglass that's impact-resistant? 
I said, I used to, I used to work for ICF builders. I used to install hurricane windows and doors in high-rises. It's the same, same stuff they have in Las Vegas. You got to remember, Las Vegas is in the middle of the desert. You can't just put a, a little single-pane glass up 400 feet in the air in a hotel, especially when there's no balcony. There's, you break the window, you fall out. And all of a sudden, this guy goes in, and nobody hears him breaching two windows in a hotel. That was plexiglass. You don't just breach plexiglass with a hammer. You don't walk up to and go, crack, 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 and it falls out. Most of those windows are designed to handle up to 150-mile-an-hour missile protection. And I don't mean missile as an actual rocket. I mean they consider a missile as like a two-by-four can handle it with no penetration, just deformation on the other side. So how in the world do you have somebody that, from to my knowledge, there was not one single bit of explosives or breaching charges found in his room, nothing ever said about that. How does he break out two high-rise plexiglass impact windows in a hotel? Hmm? I don't know. I'm, I'm asking that question. Nobody's been able to explain that to me. Or why there were two helicopters that were basically on radar circling the hotel at the time of the shooting, and there's multiple videos of muzzle flash going off from those helicopters you can see in multiple videos. At the same time, you hear gunshots with almost a similar cyclical rate. People go, oh, he, no, he was a bump stock, man. Oh, the Air 15 bump stock. Guys, if you've actually shot a bump stock, you would realize how idiotic that comment was when they came out with that. So, again, ask questions about what's going on. Always question the narrative. I'm not saying there's a conspiracy to everything, but what I am saying is almost every single thing we're told to believe is a lie. If you didn't see that with the presidential debate the other night, you'd have your eyes open. This is what they've done, and they've done it very well. Anytime something happens, anytime any truth comes to surface, anytime somebody gets called out, they say, that's not true. That's not true. That's fake news. That didn't happen. That's not really going on right now. You know, you, you don't know what you're talking about. Antifa's not real. They're an idea. They, they don't exist. There is no such thing as Antifa. There is the, the BLM didn't riot, guys. They never rioted once. That was all peaceful protesting. You didn't see that. You don't know what you're talking about. And this is what they do. This is how the CIA psychological operations continue to grow further and further. This is why in movies they always depict CIA as unbelievably shady individuals. That's why they call them spooks. That name is not put on them just because it's a joke. It's because they literally act like spooks, like ghosts. Nothing exists. Nothing's real. You didn't see this. You didn't talk to me. Who is that? Who's this? I don't know what you're talking about. I wasn't here. I was, I was having, I'm having tea right now in New York City with my wife. I'm not talking to you right now. Who are you? This conversation never happened. That's how they operate. Once you realize that those groups do this and they work in conjunction, the CIA and Mossad work hand in hand, you realize that the psychological operations that are being projected on the American population right now are much more than almost any of us can even comprehend. And that's why Dad quoted William Casey again, because it is what is going on all over the world, and this has been one of them. This is why when you see stuff and you hear stuff, in most cases, you have to question it in every single area. Now we have Pope, Pope Francis now has come out and basically is calling to give the United Nations real teeth, whatever that means, and he goes on in detail to discuss the aspects. He said it's essential to devise a stronger and more efficiently organized international institution with functions who are appointed fairly by agreement among nation governments and empowered to impose sanctions. The Pope advises in a 40 
3,000 word text supporting the growing of the United Nations as essentially a new world government is what he essentially implies in it. He wants to give the United Nations the power of a true country, a global country that can impose sanctions, global sanctions, on any country it wishes that does not follow what they say. That's what he says. I mean, it's a huge thing he put together here. And he said, a reference point of justice and a channel of peace. Listen to this. There could be no room for disguising false intentions or placing the partisan interest of one country above the global common good. This is all going back to the globalist and the mantra. This is going back to the United Nations, the UN 2030 agenda. This is all being formed right now. Understand that, guys. That's why it's so crucial that we continue to stand by and continue to follow our convictions on what we believe. I went to lunch on Saturday with my mother-in-law, Lana's parents. We took a whole family out. They had a good time. They wanted to go eat somewhere. I said, hey, listen, let's go eat real quick. No good restaurant. Went to downtown Lakeland. And had great food, great food. Place was still pretty empty, but it was it was kind of lunchtime, and there was, they had a big, like, little, not a parade, like a little group going on outside that had a bunch of sales stuff they were doing, typical downtown Lakeland stuff. And I asked the guy, I said, dude, I said, when are you guys going to no longer have to wear a mask? And they said, oh. They said, well, the Lakeland City Ordinance is up by Monday, so we no longer have to wear them any longer. I said, well, you know, nobody else has to wear them. I said, yeah. They said, we can't do anything about it, but they mandated that businesses have to wear them, and that ends Monday, apparently, and they they voted to let this go now. They're, they're no longer going to try to keep pushing this narrative. And I said, yeah, I said, don't you think it's funny how everybody talks about you got to wear a mask, you got to wear a mask, it's for your protection. Now, all of a sudden, the governor wakes up and says you don't have to do it anymore, and all of a sudden now, COVID's done. You know, we've gotten over it. Florida's no longer going to participate in this charade. And he goes, yeah. He goes, it, it is kind of weird, to be honest with you. He goes, the whole thing of COVID's got everybody questioning everything we believe. And I went, yeah. <laughs> it does. Well said. I said, because we've all been told this lie for the last eight months, and now we're all realizing that they saddled this pony, and now Florida, of all places, decided not to follow the narrative. And this is why our... Our, uh, our governor, DeSantis, has been absolutely eviscerated. I mean, he's been evi- I mean, mainstream media, every single outlet I can find on him has eviscerated him to no end, claiming he did this so college students can party. I mean, I mean all across the board, he's still getting a lot of blowback from a lot of city ordinances because they're like, no, we're not going to follow it. He, they're saying they do. It's going on and on. But I have to give him a standing ovation because he figured out that this is nothing more than a complete and total sham. Is this real virus? Absolutely. Can it kill you if you basically have significant health conditions and you don't have high enough amounts of D3 and you have a bunch of health problems when you contract it? Yes, it can. Just like any common cold that turns into pneumonia or the flu. Absolutely, it can. Just like any virus can if you have a severely compromised immune system. But giving the autonomy to some of these governors and states to do full-blown draconian lockdown measures along with arrest and fines for not wanting to follow the narrative completely and totally violates the Constitution. That's why so many Supreme Courts, including the Michigan Supreme Court now, they're, you know, they're, Gretchen Wilson, that complete and total nightmare of a governor they have in Michigan, is now trying to take the Supreme Court in Michigan head on. Because the Supreme Court in Michigan said, no, this, 
she's completely violated her constitutional bounds. She does not have the right or the ability to do so. All these lockdowns are completely and totally void. And she goes, I don't care what they say. We're still going to do this. She's literally going up against the Michigan Supreme Court now, which is ironic to me. So she's trying to make herself de facto dictator, so to speak. And again, it shows you what happens when you have absolute power given to some of these individuals who are told this is the narrative you have to follow, this is what you have to do, and that's why I've encouraged everybody, stay on your ground and speak your mind. If you absolutely have to wear a mask because you're basically being forced of serious reprisal like being fired, at least make your voice heard about it. But do not go silently into the night and comply just because you're told to do so. That's my belief on that, Dan. You know, hey, Austin, it's, it's time for all of us not to go silently into the night any longer. It's time for all of us to realize that all of this stuff isn't okay. By the way, this pastor who had this dream, the T-shirt that he was wearing, I did find it online. I did, did find it where you can actually buy it. And what it says on the shirt is Mossad with a six-pointed star of David, and it says, it's never an accident. That's what the T-shirt says. It's never an accident. And, you know, and this is what we have to understand is that, you know, we're taught to believe that this stuff is going to be just, you know, oh, this is just what happened. This is where we are. I mean, you know, you know, it's just, you know, and what, and what, ha what happens is I understand that, you know, we have a situation where people have things happen to them that were just by happenstance. I got that. But at this point right now in the history of the United States, we can't allow ourselves to go there anymore. We have to look at the underlying motives. You know, it's just, it's, it goes back to that providentialism that people believe. That no matter what happens, and I don't believe this, by the way, I don't believe this. No matter what happens, no matter how life goes on, it's God's responsibility, and we had nothing to do with the outcome. Let me explain to you that. If I step out or someone steps out, in fact, there was a painter that we had here a few years ago, and he basically had some personal issues, I guess, and he got real depressed, and he walked out on Highway 27 over in Haines City, and he stepped out on an overpass with a semi-truck, you know, 100 feet away from him doing 80 miles an hour or 70 miles an hour, whatever it was going. The semi-truck could not stop, hit the guy, killed him dead or in a doornail. He did it on purpose, committed suicide. Now, is that God's will for him? Absolutely not. That is not God's will. This exact analogy that I used with a friend of ours years ago when he was injecting his children with their 72 vaccines, and I said to him, I said, why are you doing this? He goes, well, if it's God's will for my child to come down with autism or some type of learning disability or destroy his IQ or whatever it was he said, I don't remember exactly, then that's God's will, and it doesn't make any difference what I do. That's called providentialism. That's insanity. All right, so what it is. And people use used that back in the dark ages and over the time, over the periods of the last hundreds of years, to justify everything that happened to them as being God's will. If you watch that one movie, um, I forgot the name of it. It was a it was a horse movie. The guy was racing across the desert out of you know Saudi Arabia. It starred Omar Sharif, and the one guy falls off his horse and lands into this thing of quicksand and is dying. And basically, the guy throws a rope to him and he goes, "Oh no, no, no! You can't save me. This is God's will." And he goes, well, you know, whatever. I'm just going to get you out of the quicksand. You can sit here and die if you want. But I'm just going to pull you out of the quicksand. And the thing about it is, is that that's what people do. They basically step back and they go, oh, 
It's all God's will. Now, is the final outcome going to be what the Bible says? It is. Yes. But all of these little battles and skirmishes in the meantime and all the stuff that's involved, you know, you have to try to be led by the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit doesn't want you to commit suicide or do, or do something crazy. It wants you to, the Holy Spirit wants you to stay in alignment with what God's Word says, to be led by the Holy Spirit. So we have the righteousness, peace, and joy through the infilling of the Holy Spirit in our lives. That's what we have to understand as Christians. We can't follow every wind and teaching and every, every weird thing that people say. It just doesn't, it doesn't work, guys. And so if we do everything we're supposed to do, when we're supposed to do it, how we're supposed to do it, and we try to do God's will in our lives, okay, that's the best we can do. But don't believe the lies. Don't fall for the lies. Don't allow the William Casey's of this world to come in and say all of this stuff. Because it's like that Mossad t-shirt says. It's never an accident. Never an accident. They want you to understand that they're planning and plotting. And what they've done, they've taken weak-willed Christians. They have fed them the Schofield Bible to make it so no matter what happens... It's part of God's will for their life that it doesn't matter what happens to you because you're going to get raptured. You're never going to have to go through any tribulation or any persecution. Wait a minute. Do they really believe that? Yeah, they really believe that because it was planned that way a hundred years ago to make everybody believe that way to defang the Christian church. This is why it's so important to question the narrative to ask yourself, what in the world are we going to do as far as walking in the will of God and doing what's right in his eyes? That's the key for all of us, because Jesus came here for us to be able to live life and live it in abundance, not to be worried about providentialism and stepping out in front of a semi-truck and saying it's God's will. It's not. God's not a child abuser. He doesn't do stuff like that, but people want to believe that stuff all the time. Oh, by the way, Chuck Schumer is now saying that we can't have any hearings for Coney Barrett because it would be dangerous to move forward and irresponsible because of COVID. As he's in, he has this giant mask. What this, what this mask reminds me of now when I see people like this, this dual citizen Chuck Schumer wearing it is that movie Alien. That's what it looks like to me. And they open that little canister up and that big thing jumps on their face and sucks up to them and sticks a dog on an embryo inside of their throat and they have to peel this thing off. That's what these guys remind me of with these masks. I mean, they look so stupid. And yet they still think, oh my gosh, they're doing great. They're doing great. We're wearing a mask. No, you're not. You're being an idiot. You're, be, you're being an idiot. I'm just going to be playing with you. And that's what it is. If, if, if these people up there are doing this, and as soon as the cameras turn off, you watch them, they walk around and, you know, like Chris Wallace the other day, he had his mask off instantly, walk around out in public. Well, we're not going to wear masks. It's just, this is for the camera. This is how we act in front of the camera. This weekend, this past Friday, we had some great folks come by and see us. Uh, one of her, her lady's name was J-A-L-E, and the other guy's name was Terrell. And they came over to the office and they met us, and Terrell brought an AR-15 over for us to look at. I mean, great, 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 great people. And, and it was funny. He looked at me kind of funny, and he said, like so many of you guys have said, wow, Ted, you know, you're exactly like you are on the radio. I mean, you, you, you are the same. And, and, that, and guys, that's how we live. People are always coming to the house, and they go, there's such a spirit of peace here at the house. And I said, well, thank you. We pray all the time. And you're just like you are on the radio. I'm like, well, yeah, where else? What am I? It, it's almost like, Austin, that like they're asking me, what what else are you going to supposed to be? You know, we, you know, you're so real, and Austin's so real on the radio. You can't be this real. You've got to be different. And we're not. 
And, and guys, I understand that. And, and Terrell's absolutely right. Because when you start meeting these people on the radio and on TV that I know a lot of them, they're phonies. They're absolutely phonies. I mean, like Paula White and her husband out there the other day, I got, I sent the video, I posted it on our website, them telling people to watch pornography. I mean, wait a minute, where, 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 where is their value system? It's not okay to do that. I mean, it's bad enough with Christian guys and non-Christian guys getting their nucleus of Cubans triggered by seeing a provocatively dressed woman or a picture trying to control their actions of whatever happens next. They, it's, that's bad enough. But to get somebody who's a Christian, supposedly, openly promoting this is, is a blasphemy. So ask yourself a question. Who are these people really? What are they really involved in? What do they really believe? Guys, there's a sign out in front of our door. The office basically it says, you know, we say Merry Christmas. And if this offends you and if you're politically correct, you know, don't come in. That's what it says. Something like that. I can't remember it exactly. And you take a picture of it and post it. Sharon bought it the other day, and we're going to have it posted on the door. Because we want people to realize that we're pro-Second Amendment. We're pro-Jesus Christ. We are anti-political correctness. That's who we are. And guys, because you support us, you have a voice through us. Because we're able to tell the people the truth. Because you guys get your vitamins. You get your storable food. You get your deodorant. You get your mouthwash. You get your toothpaste. You get your all these things from us. And guys, it means the world to me that you do that. I want to say thank you because it allows us to do what we do without being censored by advertisers. Doug Hagman told me a few years ago he was basically talking about certain things and talking about homosexuality and, and gays and a bunch of other stuff. And several of his big advertisers who were spending thousands and thousands of dollars a month with him contacted him and said, by the way, you have to stop doing that or we're pulling our ads. Doug, being the man that he is, the alpha male, says, Pull your ads, whatever. Not going to be involved. You're not going to censor me. And see, and this is the thing that you allow us to do on this show. I got to pray for you guys again this morning. It was absolutely wonderful. I love you guys. I miss not talking to you on the weekends. That's why the Instagram, the ST Bro, is so much fun because I get to put a little video out or a little clip out there or write something real quick and send it out for all of you guys listening. I appreciate you. You guys are absolutely awesome. Also, go ahead and finish it up, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Yes, absolutely, guys, and that's why we continue to just, you know, push the truth out there, try to push through all the filth and garbage and BS that they continue to keep dumping in front of everything, and you got to dig through it. I know it sounds horrible, but you've got to dig through and say, okay, what's on the other side of this? What's really going on? Like that said, our buddy came in the other day. So our customers came in, you know, he brought in his AR, you know, we checked it and made sure everything was safe with it. So I'm huge on gun safety, nice weapon. And what's funny, my other buddies was here that I grew up with, he came over to buy a bunch of product and um, we went back to school together when we were teenagers. And, you know, he always carries a Glock with him and he was sitting in the office after they left everything. He said, you know, it's really cool, man. He said, to be able to come into a business and, you know, be able to, you know, look at firearms and safely handle firearms. I said, oh, yeah. I said, I'm no wrong. I said, I'm, I'm very, very picky about that. I said, I don't just let people run in and start waving guns around. I said, but if you have firearms you're proud of, if you're a concealed carry holder, if you know what you're doing, I said, I'm, I'm always down to look at nice firearms and look at stuff and try stuff out. I said, I'm always open to that. I said, so please feel free. This is a very, very pro-Second Amendment facility here. And that's why I said even earlier about the, the clowns, basically the, the um, 
negligent firearm, you know, corporation or coalition or whatever they're called. I'm, I'm calling them out because that's really what their name should be. They had their original name, whatever it is. It's a horrible name. And so that's why I was probably saying earlier, we need to call them the negligent firearm coalition. That's pretty much what they are. And, but still, though, even at that, if it's lawful to do so in assembly and exercise your Second Amendment right, I'm okay with it. I don't have a better problem with it. But please, understand what you're doing with your firearms. But something about that didn't make sense. This whole group some of them have some very shady aspects, like the guy that discharged a firearm. He's getting charged with reckless, uh, I think reckless uh, discharge or negligence, um, whether firearm and possession of a firearm as a felon. So he's a convicted felon run, running around with a rifle and allegedly accidentally discharges it. I'm kind of with Dad on it. This this is right right pickings for a false flag. You know, nothing would say perfect Mossad like injecting some type of false flag narrative in there with a clown to have him pull the trigger on something and accidentally shoot somebody's that negligent discharge and end up starting a giant gunfight with another group that's there. Just saying that. Just be aware of that if you know if these groups are coming up. The only videos I've seen of them doing anything besides walking around is them in the middle of a national park exercising their Second Amendment and then walking up to law-abiding citizens in their vehicles in the parking lot and harassing them and using profanity and veiled threats toward them while they're standing over their vehicle, hovering around their vehicle with firearms in their hands pointed down. Um, I mean, that's, that's borderline terroristic in nature to start doing that to people, especially people that are in their cars trying to leave while you're essentially walking up to them or harassing them and making threats towards them. That's not okay. That's not okay as a Second Amendment supporter whatsoever. So understand that there's something very strange that's going on about this group and the fact they've had multiple negligent discharges now makes me start to think that they're making this to be a normal occurrence. Oh, it was an accident. It was an accident. It was an accident. Oh, this other one was an accident. They needed more training, but now we had some proud boys or three percenters show up and directly engage them because of a negligent discharge. Don't know, just saying, be careful as it very easily could turn into something that it doesn't need to be. Also, too, on top of that, they said ammunition makers are reporting massive backlogs, bearing arms, out of Arizona, is saying that they're facing an $80 million backlog amid record demand for ammunition. Now, what's interesting about this, everybody I know in the industry is fairly stockpiled. And if I ever see good deals, I'll still buy them, which they're far and few between now and ammo. But that's why I told people for years to stockpile ammo. You don't wait until the drought to try to buy ammo. But I find it interesting because I've gotten reports now from multiple people that contractors and other groups that basically are not FFL dealers, they're not gun dealers, have been buying up record amounts of ammo as well, but the ammo is not getting distributed. Meaning they're buying, say, a pallet of Lake City 556, you know, green tip, you know, 855. And, but the ammo's not going anywhere. It's getting delivered to a warehouse, and that's it. There's no reports of it being sold, meaning some groups are stockpiling this. Now, is it Patriot groups? I don't know. I can't confirm that. But all I know is I find it very odd right now that we're having a massive shortage, and the majority of people I know are buying up ammo, but the, most people I know are buying up ammo, you know, a couple of rounds at a time, a couple of rounds at a time. You know, where's all this ammo going? It makes me tend to believe from the reports I'm getting that we're having certain groups coming in and stockpiling huge swaths of ammunition for 
whatever reason they're wanting to do it, and I personally don't believe it's patriot groups. I think there's other groups out there that are trying to do this to create a massive short supply and also, too, so they can have as much ammunition as they need if something were to occur in the next couple months. Just my stance on that. And again, that's why so many things are going up. The prices of ammo skyrocketed. Food's starting to go up. Food buckets are going up. Even basic stuff like lumber. I mean, I had to buy some more material to finish up, you know, uh, my van cave above my shop. I bought a bunch of lumber. I mean, it's insanely expensive. It's like tripled than it was six months ago when I finished my house up. It's, it's nuts. Everything is going to the roof. So by all means... Stay prepared, be prepared, continue to make sure you have a stockpile of whatever you need. You know if you need some bottled water, some stored water in gallons, some plexiglass water, some water filters, some food buckets, some beans and rice, whatever it is, you know if you need it, it's that time to make sure you are ready for whatever occurs in the following months. And again, I encourage everybody. Continue to stay in shape. Continue to be eating clean. Continue to be exercising, taking your supplements. If you're on medication, I encourage you, if you don't want to be on it anymore, discuss your doctor and the options. I'm not giving you medical advice, but continue to make sure you're in the best shape you could possibly be in. Thank you again for the support. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. If you need anything, healthmasters.com, the D3 10,000 on sale products of the week. You already know how important that is. Vitamin C's on the front webpage. We have the organic food buckets still in stock, ready to ship today. We're not drop shipping them. They aren't pre-ordered. They're in stock, ready today. We can have them to you next day air if you want to pay for it, or we ship at UPS ground, free shipping in the 48 states, anywhere in the country, pretty much. So if you need that, let us know, healthmasters.com. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. We'll talk to you again tomorrow, as always.